The following podcast is an enticing media production. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You are now socially obligated to pour yourself a drink. and Welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. And hey, we're, what, what are we? We're in August. We've been doing this eight months, so you got to expect something. And that hasn't happened yet. Not that big, no. So, all right. So we're, I don't want to say we're back, but we're recording. No, we are back. We are back. Um, it's just you weren't here for the first 10 minutes. You weren't and you don't here know for that. the first 10 minutes. So <laughs> I, will, I will spill the beans on what just happened there. Um, so, yeah, I didn't catch it until about 10 minutes in. We were recording with our guest. And I realized that it was only recording one track. It was only recording me. I was going to say, here's the important question. Was it only recording you? Yes. So it was all about you. It was all about me. It was all about you. It was all about me. But I'm glad that I noticed it before we completed. I would have been really irritated at that point. I'm already kind of irritated with myself (laughs) at this point. But um, this is the way I take things in life like this, where it's okay, you know what? It was meant to be that way, yeah. which just means that whatever is about to be recorded and happen is going to be better than what that was. Well, it could always be better than what what it was. Yeah, but I mean, what we just <laughs> recorded was pretty damn good. It was good, So, and I don't want to lose all of that, so hopefully we get there through the conversation. And I think we will, because, I mean, you and I have both been like, oh, okay, you know, interest peaked, and yeah. there's a story. We want to hear more of that story. Yeah. But we do have an amazing guest that we we're do. going to re- reintroduce. Reintroduce. That was a trial run for you, Barry. <laughs> yes, how do you feel about podcasting now with all of, well, what did you call us earlier? Squirrely people? <laughs> squirrely yeah, we people. <laughs> the squirrely <laughs> Squirrely guy that only records one track. <laughs> now you see why why it's called the drunk squirrel. That's true. Squirrel. Hello. Yeah. Like, ooh. <laughs> like I said, I'm just glad I looked at that point. So, uh, <laughs> yes, but we we have an awesome guest, our mutual friend uh, Barry. Barry, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me aboard. You're the only guest that has gotten a double welcome. That's true. In a single episode. <laughs> so that's, that's I mean, true. that makes you the Barry. That's it's you're very special. Absolutely. <laughs> I've yeah. said that many times. You're very special. <laughs> I'm so special. <laughs> so uh, before I <sighs> forgot to record all three tracks, we were uh, speaking about how Rob and I both met Barry, and it was both through church. Right. So, you know, I work at the church. Uh-huh. You are. You and Nell are members of the church. And Barry, you have been a fixture. Hey, wow, don't touch the mic. That was me. Sorry. <laughs> You have been a fixture at the church since before my time, and I mean, they, you are a piece of family in that building. Like, there, there's That's no one there who isn't integrated and knows you in some way. And one of the things I love is how you're Uncle Barry to some of the kids. I'll toss that out there. Yeah. Yes, I am uh, Uncle Barry. Uncle Barry. Uncle Barry. <laughs> I've never heard it. Who? Which one? Who calls you Uncle Beery? Yeah, they, they, Lexi and them have okay. said that already. And yeah, <laughs> I, I will also say that I, I think I can speak for most people on this subject. I don't think that there's anyone out there in the stretch of time that you've been involved in the church that's done more for the church. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, 
you I'm know. Not. Yeah. I, I mean, didn't... outside of, you know, actual employees. Um, Actually, I... there's why we had the recording. I was getting him to try and confess to where the secret tunnels are in the church. Oh, right. Yeah, well, apparently knows, those are classified. He knows everything. I got to know Barry, I think, better when uh, I was on board of trustees and then when I was president of board of trustees and Barry was on the board. And let me just tell you, you don't want to be president of the board of trustees <laughs> without Barry. <laughs> that I can absolutely tell you. I can imagine he would be a, a someone you don't want on your wrong side with the board of trustees. <sighs> My God, it was he was definitely a godsend in those in those years, especially early on when I was just like I kind of got thrown into it. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> so it, it was it, like it's a lot of responsibility. It is. It is. It is so. And it's it's an old building. But it has been amazingly loved and cared for, and you are a huge part of that in the past Mm -hmm. 15, 20 years. Yeah. But I want to highlight something that's a story out of me getting to know and uh, care for Barry. Well, yeah, love and care for Barry in a lot of ways. You did a thing, oh man, I don't remember how many years ago this was, but it was pretty early on in me being here, where you went and ran the Boston Marathon. Mm. Yes, in uh, 2015 and 2016. 15. Okay, so it was the first time you went and ran it. Yes. And we had people at the church who were tracking you. Yes, yes. Where we could track, you know, okay, Barry's hit this spot, Barry's hit this spot. And you you got the one spot, and there was no information. And as soon as... I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. A lot of people do, because as soon as we started getting no information, like there was no check-in at the next spot, it was starting to get longer and longer, we started getting calls at the church. Where's Barry? Is Barry okay? What's happening with Barry? Yeah, because obviously something happened there at that point, but nobody knew what it was. And there were a bunch of people who were following you, and we had no idea. I mean, I remember trying to track down ways I could find a runner... At the Boston Marathon, down here and just outside of Harrisburg. So I guess since we planted this seed, Barry, what did happen? Well, with um, three miles to go, I um, had hyperthermia. Oh, wow. My body was shutting down, so I dropped out. So it was chilly that day. It was it was ugly. It was bad. Yeah, it was wet and rainy up there, and it was it was a rough. It was a rough marathon because even a couple stories made it into the news about how cold it was right. for the marathon. Right. And and you dropped out with just a bit to go, which is further than most of us can say we've ever run a marathon on. He's a lot further than I would have ever been. Well, and you have some impressive times for marathons. We, we should probably talk about that as well. Yeah, but also we should talk about how the next year you weren't discouraged. You went back and completed it. And completed it, yeah. Which is vengeance. Which is an amazing thing. There is a very small handful of people in the world that can say that they completed the Boston Marathon. Right. Um, Right. And one of them is sitting right here in the studio. So (laughs) congratulations on that. Absolutely. How did you get into running, Barry? Anyway, I don't know that. So uh, Dave Funk... um, he he started. Hey, do you want to start running? And so I started into it. I really hated it first. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it, and I just kept plugging away at it. And he he trained me, and you know I wouldn't be. So I did some five Ks, some ten Ks. Then it started with the half marathon. Okay, and this was after you got involved with the church. And yes, you met Dave yes. Funk through the church. Okay, got it. Yes, correct, correct. So 
So I did my first half marathon, and that was the bird in hand half marathon. My time was about an hour and 30 to do it, and then that's when I started. I feel like that's pretty good. I mean, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. I'm feeling like that's pretty good. <laughs> so you got to figure an hour and 30 just just for say. Yeah, because it Plus, takes it takes me like if and when I do run a 5K, it takes me a little over a half an hour just for a 5K. So right, right. I feel like that's a really good time. And that was then. And so I ended up um, doing the Steamtown Marathon to get into the, my first Boston. And then because you have to have a qualifier okay. to actually get accepted, to, uh, you know, to run in the Boston Marathon, you just can't. I say, I'm going to run it. I feel like a lot of people don't know that. I, I mean, I didn't know that until yeah. you were going through that process. So, And neither did I. And it was yeah. it was incredible watching you go through that process, learning a bit about the times uh, with what you had to do to qualify, what you have to do to get into that. It, it's yes. like a lottery almost. Yes, yeah. You have to be accepted. Yeah, yeah. So, so what is the training like to <laughs> leading up – to, uh, I know some of it, but I want you to. I'd love for you to talk about it. Like, what is the training like? So, you like wanna, in the weeks leading up to that that uh, distance of a run. I would I would do some ten milers. I would do some. The the closest I would get was twenty miles. Okay. To run to get up to to finish for twenty six point two. Yeah. I mean, everybody has their own training theories. Okay. I never had a uh, a, a trainer. Never, mm-hmm. so but I just did it. This is what I'm going to do today. And That's awesome. I, I would love to point out that he is sitting there nonchalantly, just saying, "Yeah, I ran ten miles." I was thinking that I didn't say it. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, if I run ten miles, there's going to be an ambulance involved to get me the rest of the nine. <laughs> I was going to say if I if I ran if I did something for ten miles, you'd have to pick me up in the car yeah. and take me the rest <laughs> of the way. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, it's up to you and your body. It's, I can take four years off and be fine, wow. and just get back into it. Wow. Yeah. Now, admittedly, I mean, you are you are built like a runner. Oh and yeah. I don't think you got an ounce of fat on you. You want yeah. a few? I got plenty <laughs> to give. No, no. Yeah, but. you're Barry. Is you know you're just looking at you. You look like a runner. Uh, you're like a a puma. <laughs> Barry Puma. Barry Puma. <laughs> that's I'm gonna. That's gonna stick around for a while. Puma. Puma to Barry. Puma to Barry. So, we touched a. Li- I guess we touched a little bit on this before we before the snafu. Um, but <laughs> if we can just jump back, just real real quickly, how did you become involved in the church? Because that's where this whole friendship came from. Right. So right. how did you first get introduced to, you know, coming to St. Andrews? So let's go back to um, so my past, mm-hmm. okay? So um, one night I was at the gin mill mm-hmm. drinking heavily, and I w- went to search for drugs, and, and uh, it was pouring down rain, and I was walking to where I needed to go, and mm-hmm. I didn't go. I went home. That's a good thing. Got up the next day and said, I'm done. I, I got to stop. I'm I'm done with it. I can't do it anymore. Because a friend that I, that I was uh, 
we were living, Jimmy and Karen, um, they, uh, you know, Karen said, hey, do you want to come to church for one day? And I, I just shrugged it off like it was, who yeah. needs it? Yeah. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. But I ended up, started going, you know, I stopped drinking and drugs and so. Yeah. There, there's a difference between going to church and what you became at the church. I mean, did that start up right away? Did you get try to get like involved to to have something to do to not be doing what you were before? Is that where that came from? Take up your time so you weren't you know drinking or whatever. Basically, find new friends. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Take a different path. Yeah. And and you hit on a great piece of wisdom there. There's a difference between going to church. And what you uh, you phrase as become at the church? Yeah, I mean you can just walk in the doors and then leave when church <laughs> is over, which is I don't think is what Barry has ever done. <laughs> you know, yeah, no. So you don't, yeah, you don't just go to go to church. You can go to church and then there's Barry. <laughs> so I mean, right? right. <laughs> well, you say right, but I mean, as as it goes within what we try to do at the church, it's that life change. That's that connecting into the 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 belief and faith in God and Christ and forgiveness and then the community that comes out of that. So I, you know, that is a great piece of deep, profound wisdom. That Mm -hmm. is the truth of what we're trying to do at the church, which is the beauty of, of Barry because Barry Puma, Barry Puma. Puma. (laughs) And you've spent like a, you've spent a bunch of time with Barry uh, through the church, but doing, you know, like overnights and um, just things like that. You know, we have done some pretty crazy things, like cre- you like, and I at the like creation and <laughs> things like that. I know you guys do that. Well, and and that's one of the things that when you started saying that, it. Do you remember the time we went to creation? There are a lot of stories that involve that. But a favorite. Remember when you got the truck stuck? Yes. In the mud pit that everyone was getting stuck in, so it was yes. not a, a testament. Oh my gosh, I got to share that story. Was that a was that a box truck? It was a box yeah, truck. Was, okay. Yeah. And it was a mud pit that everyone was getting stuck in. And I mean, Barry, Barry got the momentum. He got further than almost everyone. But then it was, nope, that's it. You know, yeah. it's eight inches of mud. You're not getting out of that without yeah. a tractor. Yep. And that's what happened. But I, I have to share this story. It, it, this is an indirect Barry story. And it's the time I almost died at creation. <laughs> oh, I want to hear. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I know this. So let's do that. So, and it's not because of you that I changed the policy, but it it's an indirect berry. So when we would do creation, the first year I did it, we would just carpool up. We'd get a bunch of cars with different drivers, and then we would go. So I'm the new youth director. Sure, fine. I'm just, I'm there for the ride, effectively. I'm learning how we do everything and mm-hmm. what we can do next year that'll be different. So I do that. We get up to creation. It's a good run. Everything's great. I've got a book of notes of, you know, what is great. A few things I want to change. You know, we tweaked, like, the shower heating. Stuff like, oh, look, we got to talk about the shower, too. The shower. Oh, is that like a like a, like a a one of those bladder showers? No. No. Oh, oh, no. Oh, okay. No, so no, Barry no. and I rednecked engineered this one. we got to come back to that. Oh, that sounds like a great story. It is. I'm just going to sit back and let you guys talk here. Holy smokes. I, okay. The stories are going to start. But anyway. First creation, we're coming back, and we didn't have great communication between vehicles. So Barry is driving the box truck because if there's something that needs driven, Barry can do it. 
So he's driving the box truck, loaded down with all of our equipment and gear, and he has to pee. <laughs> so he just pulls off at one of those side trucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where there's nothing there but a bunch of woods kind of things. He pulls off, but nobody knew he was going to pull off. So all the vehicles are now trying to pull off, and I'm in one of the vehicles being driven, and the driver just stops in the left-hand lane <laughs> on the highway. And oh. I'm like, what the? You don't get over there. Drive anything. <laughs> I'm freaking out. I got three of the guys in the back. I got the driver. I'm like, you, you're stomping on that. We're all dead. We're all going to die. Somebody's going to run you over. Yeah, we're going to die. Tractor trailer, something. But, you know, Barry just had to pee. We had no idea. <laughs> when you got to go, gotta, you got to go. go. You, you said it earlier, Barry. When you got to go, you got to go. And, uh, I mean, it all worked out for good. But that next year, I was like, screw it. We're renting a van, and I'm driving. Oh, like a 12 or 15 passenger. We rented a 15 passenger. We filled it up. I think we had like two other cars that drove, but it was just, okay, we're, we're going to do this. Barry gets a navigator, not because Barry's incapable, but because I want Barry to have communication. I feel like that's a probably a good thing to get that van. That was a good decision. Yeah, it was. It Yeah. But that's an indirect Barry story from Creations. So. That's great. <laughs> but every year at the same spot, I had to pee. Well, it was, <laughs> at that point, I feel like it's just tradition. It, it kind of became we, that. Like, yeah. Very we, like, we have to. You can stop every year. You can stop there, and then everybody can just get a good laugh because everybody survived. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, we'd we'd drive by that spot. All right, Barry, pee break. <laughs> You'd hear that over the radio. So, you know, who knows what other cars are hearing with radio? But yes, I mean that was that was yeah. an early memory of you and one of the little changes. But yes, creation has a lot of stories. It's uh, really a shame that it all had to come to an end. It is, and there yes. were, and it it's it's it is what it is, right? And we don't need to get into it too much with why, but yeah, there was a lot of good that came out of those moments, out of the oh, fellowship yeah. and the community that was built there. For how many years? Uh, oh wow, yeah. Well, and it it was a. As a former Boy Scout, I would call it a glamping trip. But I mean, it was still a little, it was still rustic. It was still offering challenges in how we survived with a bunch of teenagers, made sure everyone was washed, fed, and alive. Yeah. 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 Did creation go away, or did we as a church decide not to be involved anymore? I'm, I'm not familiar. So the short answer is uh, the last time we went to creation was 19. Uh, 2020 happened. They tried to get it up again in 22 or 21 and 23, and they they kind of did. It 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 was like the COVID mm-hmm. messed it up, killed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and they, they tried, and it it just and then and then they, this was the last year for. It. Yeah, and we didn't go back in 21 or 22 because of where we were with trying to navigate COVID as a church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 23, they just said they're not doing it anymore. But there, there's a, there's more to that story. We, that's a different podcast. Okay. Uh, Fair but enough. the shower at creation. Shower at creation. Well, I got to hear this story. So, uh, Barry, you got to explain the shower. So, a lot of years we were trying to, you know, get something good and get mm-hmm. the hot water going. And <laughs> we had <laughs> copper nice piping shower. and... That's impressive. <laughs> well, hey, explain and, and the setup coils, for the shower. Coils. Explain the setup for the shower before how we fix the heating. 
So the shower is, uh, what, like, I don't know what, canopy poles? and I don't even know if they were canopy poles. They're, yeah, well, there's so like many different poles. ways we did it. So, yeah. you know, to take a shower. So we did, did it in bird baths. And, <laughs> and then, of course, we finally did the heating, finally. And we finally got it up and going the way we wanted it. It's time-consuming, you know? Yeah. And so the first year, again, of creation, we set this contraption. And it's a beauty of redneck engineering. It is. Of poles that are then wrapped in a heavy tarp, bungeed to the top, bungeed to the bottom, open to the satellites Hmm. with a, uh, a small shower pump. In a, it's not, it's like a 35 gallon. Yeah, it's, it's half the size of a 55 gallon. Yeah, so like the 30 some gallon blue yeah. barrel that we would dump hot water into. Okay. To try and heat it up. And there was always a tipping point where someone, you know, would get in, they'd have the perfect warm shower, and the next person would get in <laughs> and come out, and it was me that first year, come out looking like a lobster. <laughs> nope, that was way too hot. Uh, Interesting that it was way too hot. I would thought it would be the other way around. <laughs> it's just a tipping point it gets okay. to where it's the barrel's okay. warm and then it's roasting. Okay, got it. But, uh, yeah, you and I rigged it up. And we'd, we'd set it up. We'd experiment with it. And we put copper tubing in like a bunch of different configurations. And we finally did a boiling pot of water that we would run the shower water through in a copper tube and back into the barrel. Okay. So we could monitor how hot the barrel got. That's genius. Very genius. That, that's what you get when you put Barry on a project. Like, hey. uh, the, yeah. yeah, there are plenty of things we've done around the church <laughs> that are just, okay, where's Barry? And sitting down between Barry and, and myself and a few others in the church, we just, okay, we figure it out. It works. Yep, it works. That's a great story. It's not the prettiest of work, but it, it works. Doesn't, in the setting, it doesn't need to be. Redneck right. engineering. It just <laughs> needs to work. It just needs to work. Bury the Puma redneck engineer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're just building out your resume in this. We are. He, it, we're, I'm just lear- as I knew already, but I'm learning that Barry can just do everything. So yeah. that's, oh, my gosh. That's, what, that's my take from this. <laughs> that's my take from this. So, uh, Yeah, hands down, I would say every church needs a Barry. A Barry Puma redneck. That's that's a fact. We have one. You can't have him. No, you're not getting Barry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Barry, you have done running. You and I have had, yeah, there are lots lots more stories. Maybe we'll have to touch on a few of those as well. But we've had some great adventures at the church. You have also done some things that uh, have been on my bucket list, and apparently I found out Ken is dreaming of. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've gotten into, I think I know what you're talking about, and I've gotten into this a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> to say I'm into it is, it might be a stretch, but the thought of it is fun to me right now. You've done some hiking on the Appalachian Trail. Yes, just um, bits and pieces of Pennsylvania. And some rustic camping. And some rustic camping. Yeah, so we we were earlier, like before we started recording, we were talking about the freeze-dried uh, meals basically, and we were trying to decide if they were any good or not. Barry yeah, says they are. They're, they're okay. You just, you know, everybody's different in that, so. Yeah. But they are good meals. Well, and th- this is the thing I always found, especially in scouting, is 
They're good meals, mostly because you were exhausted at the end of that day. Yeah. I mean, I mean just think of a, a through hiker doing 20 miles a day. Mm-hmm. That's a and lot. They, and they get up and do it again and yeah. again and again and again, you know. And yeah. Do they, you know, it's amazing how much time they have to set up their tent, if they do so, sleep in the um, shelter, if they choose so. Mm-hmm. You know, and eat, mingle a little bit with some hikers, whatever you have. Yeah. And then back at it again. What's the longest stretch you did on the uh, Appalachian Trail? I'd probably be about 10 miles. It, well. Between shelters. I was going to say, the longest it, stretch in terms of mileage and days, so not in a day. How about that? Um... Probably about three days, four, so four-ish. 30-ish miles? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, a, that's a long way. That's impressive. Yeah, so, um, and along the way, um, and forgive me, educate me a little bit. So, you're carrying, like, a backpack with your gear. Correct. And so, there's just, pl- there's shelter, like, stops, or people just stop along the way, pop a tent where where they are, yeah, and you, you gotta find You got to look on the maps and okay. see what... You know, find yeah. what you want to... Because I never stay in a shelter if I don't have to. Okay, so you just bring a tent and pop the tent. Yes, And then yes. next day, tear it down and back on yep. the back yep. on the Make trail. sure you have your water purify system. Yeah. Because you definitely need that. Yeah. Because you don't want to... It's not good. You don't want to get any bacteria and right. that'll mess you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it will be a shitty mess. <laughs> <laughs> Now I have to click the button when I'm uploading the episode that explicit. It, it contains explicit language. Eh, oh, well. Anyway. I already said damn in the beginning of this, didn't I? Yeah, it's probably... Is that considered explicit? No. Uh, depends I, who you I, talk yeah, to, probably. Yeah, it, it depends who you talk to. Yeah, ask my kids, it is. Well, I feel like Ray would say <laughs> just about anything we say is explicit. Well, we're we're in those teenage years, so... Yeah. We're starting to not as much. No? Yeah. He's just, now he's just used to it because all his friends are talking like that. <laughs> a lot worse then. Yeah. I I definitely believe that. <clears throat> oh, my. These are some good stories. All right. So you've done a lot of hiking on the Appalachian Trail. All of that you've done pack in, pack out. Yes. Is If you were to be given the opportunity to do a through hike, is that something you would do? Um... That's if my knee's gonna handle it. You know what I mean? It's 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 a lot of preparation. It is a lot. You I have to have drop off points for your food. So I never thought of that. Mm, yeah. Yep. yep. So it for for folks out there, explain what exactly a through hike is. So you would start depending if you want to start in Georgia or Maine. Okay. So the trail is like two thousand one hundred miles. Ish. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of them will start in Georgia and work their way up through. Mm-hmm. So, if my man. Because is... it, it, it takes, you got to figure how many months do you have any, are you going to have any issues? Right. You know? Right. So, if you were to do like 20 a day, it would take about 40 days ish. Uh, no. Longer than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. It would take a couple months. Mm hmm. Yeah. 
That would be... Yeah. That would be amazing to be able to do that and just live off of... Well, live off of what's around you. And, and so some coordination, but yeah. If mm-hmm. it's and if it's 2,000 miles and he does 20 miles a day, it's 100 days. 100 days. All right, look at that. So, be, yeah. you know, over three months. Over three months, I said, yeah. And yeah. yeah. This is why I'm not an accountant. That would be a haul. Well, <laughs> I, I, I use the calculator, so neither am I. <laughs> See, I'm not even that smart to pick up the calculator and go, hey. I was like, well, there was, there was some... Uh, some conflict between you and Barry there on the days. So I well, thought, well, let's a let's, couple of months. Let's yeah. use a let's use a calculator and see what exactly. Well, and, and the thing of it is, I thought about it, but it, it it's a lot of preparation. Yeah. You got to have, you know. What I mean, I still want my job at the end. I was going to say there is <laughs> there, there, there is making a living also that goes along with that decision because yes. Not, you yes. Know, most mean, people can't just not work for three months. I was gonna say, you mean you just can't take three months off? What? That's that's a lot of yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, I thought about it, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, no. I mean, it would be cool, and to say that you did it like at the end of it would yeah. be amazing. But yeah, there's a lot that would go into it. Well, I mean, the bigger question is: is do you do it with people? Do you do it by yourself? Uh, the smart thing of it, uh, a lot of people have people like jump on the trail to have some companionship and yeah, different, stuff like different that. Different sections. Yeah, like people yeah. join you for a, a day or two. A lot or... of them take their dogs. A lot of them take mm. parakeets. Yeah. You know? Parakeets? Par- what? Yes. No, well, that, that, that I didn't expect <laughs> to come out of your mouth. <laughs> yes. yes. So a pirate it, it, trail it, walker. It, yeah. I mean, it, wow. it's, that you is... know, it's, it's that companionship. You know what I mean? So you're not completely insane. Yeah. But it can happen. You know, uh, and it's happened to hikers already. Yeah. They get delusional, mm-hmm. and they're off trail. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Because if I get off trail, I backtrack. That's okay. what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You're, if you're doing solo, like, you know, section hiking, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, if it happens, don't worry. Just backtrack. But that's not always the case for yeah. some people. Yeah. Well, and that's not even connecting into the weather and the elements that you'll it, experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That can get dangerous real quick. And it, it's happened. Well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dunk counting pickup, please. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's another Barry story where it was, uh, God, that was like midweek. That's, that was in September, matter of fact. Yeah, and, you know, we Pennsylvania, we have wonderful weather most of the times, but sometimes it gets just cold and wet. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it Barry calls. And, yes. hey, I need a pickup. On the verge of hyperthermia. Again. Again. Wow. You need some extra poundage. You want some? I got plenty. Yeah. That's because you're so lean. Mean. In the lean. You're mean and lean. Puma Berry. <laughs> Puma Berry is very lean. <laughs> but, no, yeah, I mean, you called from Dun- Duncan, and it was, all right, Berry needs something. I'm dropping everything. And I went and got you. We had dinner. We, you know, got you warmed up, got you home. But... The temperature change from where I was at to Lebanon was a big, a big one. Yeah, it was. And I mean, I remember pulling into Duncannon and Lebanon was sunny and blue, but you get into Duncannon, it's gray and misty and just blah. It was. Yeah. And the trail filled up with water that fast. So you, you came upon some pretty heavy rain then? Yes. Right before I crossed over the bridge. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And hey. 
Again, you did more of that than I've ever done. Something to consider when you're doing this. It's not just what you need to bring or it's the variables, temperature, weather, all of those things. And it it can change quick. Yep. And you better be in good shape, too. (laughs) You better be in good shape. Not just when I'm here, and you better be in good shape. Drop out to see another day. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you you also have to listen to your body, obviously. Well, and that... There's, again, beautiful wisdom in that where it's, okay, wait a minute. What's going on? What do I need? Calling it quits. There's nothing. Oh, no, no. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just. Nope. Tap I, out, I, tap out, and do it again. Exactly. Down the road. Yeah. Well, and you are persistent with stuff like that where it's, you, you'll hit a speed bump and you're frustrated, but you you jump back on a thing pretty quick. Yeah, you, you've had some knee and, like, leg issues over the years um, do you think they're from running and hiking or not? You don't think a lot of it could be from running, but you're st- it hasn't stopped you. It hasn't stopped. It me. hasn't stopped you because it's what you love. And I respect that. Yeah. So yeah. Power to you. I, yeah. I get a knee ache. I'm out. <laughs> I've been having this like he- my left, he- <laughs> my left heel hurts a lot and i don't know there are any doctors listening why does my left heel hurt i don't know what <laughs> you may have a heel spur oh wait, okay wait. so Google maybe it. see barry's the person to talk to about like leg and feet injuries because you've had some take take a frozen bottle of water mm-hmm. and rub your foot on it like like roll like it roll it okay huh. try that once okay that's good and if advice. that don't work use a golf ball and if that don't work Use a tennis ball. That don't work. See your doctor. Go to the. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how many. Uh, if that don't work, we were gonna do. <laughs> how many levels of balls up do we go? <laughs> how, many, how many balls am I gonna rub on my feet? <laughs> and there that went. All right, <laughs> man. All right. Well, this has been. Uh, these are some good stories, but um, yeah. So we've talked. <laughs> we've talked about. Um, keeping the episodes uh, to where we want them, time-wise. And, Rob, is there anything else that you'd want to talk to Barry about or ask Barry? Well, we did kind of modify this mm-hmm. a little, so mm-hmm. you're off the hook. Okay. Ish. Ish. But at the end of every episode, we're, there's a segment that has been driving Kenny nuts <laughs> because he forgets. I do forget. Where it's Kenny's nuggies of wisdom. And I had an idea for not... Kenny's nuggies of wisdom, but I feel I I'm th- I know I'm throwing you in I'm throwing you <laughs> under the bus here while the microphones are hot, but I feel like we should continue to do that. But we should when there's a guest we should throw it to the guest and well just that's that's what we had kind of talked about on air last okay. episode. All right, we, okay, okay. If the guest has any yeah, because wisdom. Nate Nate jumped in last time and shared yeah so 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 that your nuggies can get a little wiser. My nuggies ne- need to be wiser. So, very sorry, you're in the hot seat. Is there any great and grand wisdom from... <laughs> you've got stories. You've got life experience that some of us have never even encountered. Is there any grand little snippet of wisdom you would like to share? Well, you got to make the decision in life. If you have bad times, no matter what it is, do I keep wanting doing what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Do I want to change my way? Do I want to be homeless? Yeah. Do I don't care? You know what I mean? It's it, it's up to you. It's not up to counseling this, that. 
You know what I mean? It, yeah. You you got to make the decision. You it, it's it's you. If you're doing if you're having rough times, I see it every day in the hospital, coming through them ER doors. Mm-hmm. It it it's you wouldn't expect in the city. It it it, it can be very bad. Yeah. And you got to and some people never do, and they're gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it, it, drugs are always going to be here. They're not going away. Unfortunately, that's unfortunately the case. yes. Well, you're a testament to all of those things. Oh my gosh, you yeah, you made a decision and it it changed your life. But I, there's not a person I know that you haven't touched or been a part of. Yeah, that you have have you've changed people's lives. Yeah, and it gives you the opportunity when you make the decision to be better for yourself. You you instantly make things better for the people around you then too um, because in, in your case, you've met a whole group of people that by you saving your own life, you've met a whole group of people that you've um, made their life better. Yeah. So the, well, your decision didn't just benefit you. It benefited a whole community of people. And, and I'll share this just kind of a, a, an aside and another Barry story. You are one of the people I appreciate having by my side, especially with some, some of the crazy situations that we have had and experienced with the stairwells at the church. <laughs> the stairwells. The stairwells. <laughs> and just, you know, I'll, I'll get in some mornings and we have an issue. I, we don't need to go into it. But you and I will go with coffee in hand and yep. talk and deal with it as best as we can, with the grace we can, trying to trying to help. Yep, yep. And that mentality, that... <clears throat> dude, I love you, man. I've, I've said that before. You are amazing. That, I'll end it there. I love you, man. Love me, man. <laughs> love me, man. Oh, love, man. Love me, man. Puma to Barry. Puma to Barry. Well, Barry... Uh, we certainly appreciate you being here on uh, short notice. Absolutely. Um, you know, we had a guest drop out uh, just due to a, 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 an injury. Yeah. So Barry last minute agreed to be here graciously. Uh, we were planning on this for but for many months down the road. So, you know, we threw this together last minute and it was everything I expected it to be. So. And I'll tell you what, every time I hear your story, every time I get to interact, I, I love you. You are amazing. That's what I got. So, all right, Barry, again, thank you. And thank you all for listening to this episode of The Drunk Squirrel. Cheers, and we'll catch you in two weeks. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. No need to pay a tab. Just be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and drop us a line, thedrunksquirrel82 at gmail.com. Cheers.